So yesterday, Calgary City Council uh, voted to begin the process of repealing the controversial single-item use bylaw, or single-use item bylaw. Uh, Edmonton, of course, uh, brought in such a bylaw beforehand, and there doesn't seem to be a similar move afoot to repeal that. So we'll talk a bit more about uh, some of those issues. But I think the debate at Calgary City Council yesterday on the bylaw, also around the budget and taxes, kind of underscores, uh, you know, the, the obvious point here, that there are different factions, I guess, if you will, when it comes to, uh, certainly with Calgary City Council, and probably true with others, uh, that there are some city councillors that tend to vote uh, the same way on certain issues, and there were those on the other side. Maybe kind of what you could refer to as sort of uh, conservative-leaning, liberal-leaning, right-left, progressive, conservative, whatever. Uh, but do we actually need to formalize that? Would it make sense to have political parties at the municipal level? So the candidates are running under an agreed-upon platform that you know that this candidate and that candidate are of similar mind on a lot of these issues because they both belong to a political party. I mean, we obviously understand how political parties work. We have it at the, the provincial and federal level. Municipal politics do work differently. So it, it could be an awkward fit. I don't know that there's been a clamor for this or a demand for this, but the Alberta government is definitely looking at it. And this might be a change that's coming to open the door to political parties at the municipal level. They might not be the same as what we have currently. It wouldn't necessarily be the UCP and NDP duking it out at City Hall. Maybe they would be municipal specific. And would this better clarify where candidates stand on issues? Would that better engage people in municipal politics? But again, the question, do people actually want this? What's interesting is that appears as though the answer might actually be no. As much as the Alberta government has some interest in this, the Alberta government's uh, own survey results show overwhelming opposition to this. More than 70% uh, said they were against the idea. So I don't know if that's going to give the Alberta government second thought. Again, I'm not quite clear on what their motivation is here, but what do we make of all of this? Joining us uh, to talk more about the issue, very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Jack Lucas, Associate Professor of the Department of Political Science, University of Calgary. Uh, Professor Lucas, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So in terms of why we're talking about this or where this came from in the first place, what's your sense or even maybe your understanding, I guess, of, of where the idea came from here? Well, I think for the last couple of cycles, especially in the big cities here in Alberta, there's been some talk about uh, candidates forming themselves into slates or parties. And some of that seems to have uh, made its way into the provincial government, and there's been some talk about that at the provincial level. I'm not sure anyone really knows exactly where the idea has come from at the provincial level, uh, but certainly there's more interest and more discussion about this in terms of uh, provincial legislation than there has been at any point in recent history in Alberta. So are political parties or, or even slates, like what, what are the current rules? How do they apply here? Well, it's important to remember that there's really nothing to prevent municipal candidates or elected representatives from joining together as parties or what look like parties but right now. A group of candidates could choose to have the same pamphlets, have the same color lawn signs, have shared policy promises. They could commit to vote together on council as a block. Um, they could do many of the things that parties do right now with absolutely no changes to the legislation. So there's really nothing preventing a, what look a lot like political parties from forming 
right now if candidates wanted to do that. Right. So even if the Alberta government uh, kind of gives up this idea, it's it's theoretically possible we could see things go in this direction at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there are some things that the provincial government could do to encourage this direction. I think one thing that's being discussed is the idea of adding party or slate names to the ballot itself. And of course, if those party names are right on the ballot, it does make it easier to run as part of a party because all you have to do is tell voters vote for the party name, um, and they don't necessarily have to remember the specific candidate's name who is associated with that party. So there are some things they could do to make a partisan system more likely, but ultimately it's still, even in that circumstance, it's going to be up to candidates, and candidates could still choose to run as independents and just have the word independent below their name on the ballot. Because, yeah, I mean, it does create another layer, I guess, of, of politics, because right now, I mean, you make a decision, I'm going to run for city council, you, you do what you got to do, and now you're a candidate. But this would involve, okay, first I got to win the nomination, which is a whole separate race, and then I contest the election. That's right. And one of the things that you hear in, in my conversations with municipal mayors and councillors across Alberta about why they chose to run municipally is precisely because it allowed them to avoid that kind of partisan gauntlet to become a candidate. They thought they had something to offer. Maybe they had been involved in community work or some other way with uh, their municipality, and they decided to run. And they didn't have to go through any sort of nomination process to do that. So having a really strong party nomination process in our municipal politics might bring some new people into municipal politics who wouldn't otherwise be there, but I think it would also discourage some people who are there um, from from considering it. So there would be some who would be brought in, but some who would say, no, that's, that's no longer really for me. It's interesting is, you know, the, the way our system works provincially and federally, like we almost kind of need political parties, at least, you know, the idea of forming a government, if everybody's independent, seems pretty chaotic. But that doesn't exist at the municipal level. You don't need to form a government. You don't need to form a majority. You just have city councillors and, and a mayor, and, and they vote on issues. They vote for them. They vote against them. Governments don't fall, right? It's it's a really different system. That's right. And that's how, in, in other parts of Canada where they do have municipal political parties, it's important for people to recognize that those parties don't vote together all the time because, as you say, there's no confidence uh, requirements. The government doesn't stand or fall on losing a a vote of confidence in the way that the parliamentary Westminster system works in the provincial or federal levels. And so what that means is that uh, a mayor from one party might propose a a new bylaw and um, maybe it gets voted down. And the consequence of that is, is minimal. It just means that particular bylaw failed. So even if we had parties, um, yes, you would probably see somewhat more coherent voting blocks than we have on our councils today, but there'd be a lot of specific cases where councillors would choose to vote against their party for reasons related to their specific ward or just their personal values. And it's easy enough to see. I mean, if you follow municipal politics, you can see who kind of falls on the left or who falls on the right. Or, you know, these councillors tend to vote together on certain issues. And, you know, we see people make the jump from municipal politics to to federal or provincial politics. So, uh, I mean, it's not a secret that, you know, these kind of politics do come into play at the municipal level. I agree. I, I think that's exactly right. And and if you were looking for reasons um, in favor of municipal political parties, I think making that 
connection a little bit clearer for voters is something that would happen from from having parties. So it's pretty easy at the provincial or federal level for voters to narrow down their list of choices to the candidates from parties that, broadly speaking, share their uh, personal values, whether it's their kind of left-right position or other kinds of policy commitments and things like that. It's a lot harder to do that in a municipal election where maybe you're a voter in a ward with eight or nine candidates doing that kind of narrowing down process of saying, which are these candidates, which of these candidates should I really be focusing on as, as real prospects for, for my vote? That's a challenge in a nonpartisan system. And having political parties, especially if, if people, if they developed a real kind of brand label, um, that would make that process easier for voters. So, so there are some reasons to think that, like everything in democratic politics, there's trade-offs involved, and there would be some advantages to having parties for exactly the reason you described. But still, yeah, seventy percent. I mean, you know, this this was a survey. This wasn't like a referendum or or anything. But still, um, you know, the Alberta government wanted to gather some feedback, and that that seems like a pretty big number. What, what did you make of that? It is a big number, and it's very much consistent with uh, the numbers that we found in representative surveys that we've run in different parts of Canada that have nonpartisan municipal politics. What we see is, again and again, the folks who live in these kinds of municipalities have very little interest in introducing uh, parties into their nonpartisan municipal politics. We see these overwhelming majorities opposed to the idea wherever we've run surveys. So... Those Alberta results, even though they're not um, a representative survey of Albertans or anything like that, they are consistent with, with what we've seen in more representative, survey-based kind of research. We'll see where this all goes from here. Jack, appreciate your perspective on all this. Thanks so much for joining us here this morning.